On first down, they hand off to Marlon Mack. Huge hole, 50-yard line. He's at the 40, still going near sideline. He's at the 10, he's at the 5, and he will score. Touchdown, Marlon Mack. Touchdown, I-N-D-Y. And again, it's picked off. It's Darius Leonard. Leonard with a second INT, and he's streaking down the near sideline. He's at the 40, he's at the 30, he's at the 20. He's going to go. A pick six for the Maniac. Horseshoe is back, baby. The horseshoe is back. What's going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the Bring the Juice Colts podcast. We had a little bit of a different video for you guys. Cody kind of thought of an idea here of... Some people have done this before. You know, this isn't an original idea. It's kind of something that a lot of teams fans have done and said the this team would be Super Bowl contenders if basically you fill in the blanks. Who what would the Colts need to be that true Super Bowl contender that we think at some point they can be? Well, Here we're going to break down my suggestions on what I think the Colts need to do in order to be able to do that, okay? Now, what Cody might think, I don't know. And I'm not going to try to say what I think he believes we need to do, okay? And I am not going to judge whether or not what you guys think we need to do, but this is based off of my personal knowledge of what the Colts need more of and also what previous teams have done to make it to the Super Bowl? What kind of pieces did they have? What did they necessarily do? Right? That's what I want to know. Okay? So the first thing that kind of makes the biggest sense, right? It's kind of like the, you need the head coach, right? You obviously need a guy that's going to be aggressive, a guy that's going to take chances and a guy that's a good, strong leader in the locker room, right? And obviously the Colts have all of that in Frank Reich. We have mentioned multiple times throughout this year that Frank Reich's coaching ability at times when it comes to his offensive play calling has been an issue. We understand that. But I think it's still good enough to the point where I think the Colts would be able to move on from that and were able to make things work if that's indeed the case. So that's the first thing here for that. Now, the second biggest position in all of sports, and many say actually is the biggest, and that is the quarterback, right? So, are we winning a Super Bowl of Phillip Rivers? I don't know. I don't think so, me personally. So, I think if the Colts had that quarterback, and I'm not even saying a Patrick Mahomes here. I'm saying a quarterback that is similar to how a Carson Wentz looked in 2017. And if we saw, you know, any kind of similarity to what Jimmy Garoppolo provided for San Francisco that year when they went to the Super Bowl, things of that nature, right? And who's the quarterback for them to do that? I don't know. Again, that's not, I'm not passing on who is going to be that fit. All I'm saying is the quarterback position for the Colts, in order to become a true Super Bowl contender, that is a position that the Colts need to address. And I'm hoping they address it very soon because, you know, this team is ready to win, I think really closely ready to win now. You know, this defense the way it is, there's very few spots on this defense that I would say needs to be changed. So 
man, I mean, I, I, I'm really hoping the Colts go really strong either in free agency or in the draft on who they want at that quarterback position for the future. I don't know who it's going to be. It's going to be a long offseason to figure that one out. But anyway, that's the first big need for the Colts when it comes to needs that if they were able to contend for a Super Bowl, that is the position that they would need to fix. That's probably the biggest one. The next one I would say is a more steady stream of receptions to receivers. Now, I'm not even suggesting that the Colts really need to go out and get themselves a Tyreek Hill or a Devontae Adams to go win a Super Bowl. They really don't, okay? And I've seen multiple teams over the last half a dozen years go to the Super Bowl and win Super Bowls with receivers that weren't top five at their position or top 10 at their position. You know, some teams have won Super Bowls with a top 10 wide receiver, we saw last year with Kansas City, right? Tyreek Hill had himself a good game. He was one of the bigger reasons why they're able to come back in the end. But I've seen teams do much better with worse. Honestly, I've seen the the Eagles. Who did the Eagles have when they went on to win the Super Bowl that year? I mean, Alshon Jeffrey, but he was already hiding almost out of there at that point. You know, when the Broncos won the Super Bowl in 2015, like, who did they have at wide receiver? I know Emmanuel Sanders and uh, Demarius Thomas, but those guys weren't top 10 at their position. Come on. And the, the New England Patriots too, when they won the Super Bowl against the Rams in, and what was it, 2018? Yeah, or 2019 actually. It was 2018, duh. What am I talking about? What receiver did they have? They didn't really have any great wide receiver. I know Julian Edelman obviously won the MVP of that game, but... He's not a top 10 wide receiver. He's a great slot receiver. And he did so well because everybody else on the offense really stunk for both teams that game. So, you know, Julian Edelman really stood out. So I'm not even suggesting the the Colts really need to up who they have at wide receiver. I'm not really suggesting that. We still think Michael Pittman can come out and be that true number one, right? And Paris Campbell, when he comes back and if he stays healthy, can be a great guy. And Zach Pascal's always the reliable option. We have a couple guys that can do the work. I'm just saying it, there needs to be a fine line of figuring out who is more of that close to number one. Because when times get tough and you need to move the ball down the field and you need to trust somebody to find that guy, who is going to be that guy? Who is going to be the one to step up? for the Indianapolis Colts and that wide receiver group. That's the next one. Now, let's talk about the thing that I just mentioned. I mentioned a lot of guys here. I mentioned Rob Gronkowski, who had obviously the big catch in uh, the Super Bowl with New England and the Rams. You had Zach Ertz and our very own Trey Burton, who were in the Super Bowl with the Eagles back a few years ago. George Kittle. Travis Kelsey were just in this last Super Bowl. I would argue, and this one will be a different uh, option here for you guys. I want to know what you think in the comment section. Let me know in the comments here whether you agree with this or not. I firmly believe that in today's NFL, finding a true number one tight end 
or finding a tight end group that works for you is much more effective in winning you games in the long run and winning those big games than finding a number one wide receiver. I, I, I'm wondering, what do you guys think? Because I'll just say this, I'll be, there's been a lot of teams that have won Super Bowls off the hands of their wide receivers. I get it. I do. I, I firmly believe that. And I'm not even suggesting that you can't win a Super Bowl with a number one wide receiver. Kansas City did just last year. But what I'm suggesting, you guys talk about some of the best wide receivers in the game, right? Julio Jones. They even been to the playoffs as of recently? No. Talk about OBJ. Where's his team's been since he's been in the league? What about, let's say, Devontae Adams? I mean, they went to the playoffs multiple times, but even he has not been able to get this team to where they want to go. And DeAndre Hopkins, he's a beast. Don't get me wrong. This might be the year they actually potentially do it, but their teams have never made it past the first round of the playoffs with DeAndre Hopkins as the wide receiver. I mean, am I wrong? Think about the last couple years that the top tight ends in the league have been going to Super Bowls. Talk about Travis Kelsey. Talk about George Kittle. Rob Gronkowski for many, many years, the staple of it. Zach Ertz. And guys like that, those are the guys that over the past years of the last half decade of this NFL season, uh, it just seems that the tight end position is more important and it plays a more pivotal role later on. And that's where I think the Colts need to figure it out. Who is the number one guy? You know, we all have said that it's Mo Ali Cox because he's younger, he's bigger, he's got great potential. We just never really see him that much, get, get that involved that much in the offense. And, you know, Trey Burton, he has his pivotal roles, which I really like that he has. But I think the Colts really need to figure out who the tight end of the future is for themselves. I think that will help them move this offense in the direction that they need to go. So whether that's somebody on the roster or not, I don't know, but they need to figure that one out. Because tight end, to me, in a more synced environment, is much more important going forward for the Indianapolis Colts than it is wide receivers. Because I think with the right quarterback, you can make any wide receiver group go well. But having that tight end as a reliable option to go to, both in the run game and in the pass game, is so pivotal. And the last thing I have here for the Colts would be Super Bowl contenders if category, and it's the only spot on the defense that I really have an issue with, is... Who dominates off the edge going forward? Justin Houston is our number one guy right now. He's actually in the top 10 when it comes to win percentage on pass protection. So he actually gets to the quarterback or gets pressure on the quarterback 23% of the time when they're passing. So that's a really good thing. And I like that Justin Houston, even at the age of 32, is still performing like that. But... He's not going to be doing that forever. And we mentioned how Kamoko Ture is most likely coming back, whether it be this week or next week, we're not sure, but I think it's going to be this week. Is he the guy going forward? Is he the guy going forward? Is he that dominant edge presence? We know that 
the Colts have DeForest Buckner. We know they have Grover Stewart. We know they got Taylor Stallworth. They know we know we got guys in the middle who can create those pressures. And Nico Autry this year has really turned it on. But the Colts are really still trying to find that young edge rusher that is going to make his name known amongst the NFL's best. And is that Kamoko Ture going forward? I don't know. Do they go with somebody else? I'm not sure. But that's the only spot on the defense that I really think the Colts need to work on or look into the future if they're wanting to be the Super Bowl contender. Because obviously their defensive line is great now. But it would be it would be amongst the better end if they continue to find that edge rusher. Even more so than what they already are now. The linebacker crew is great. I love them. The cor- We already have a number one corner in Xavier Rhodes. Rocky Asin is a great number two. Kenny Moore, the best slot corner in, in football. And the safety group, that is deep and it is talented. So... That's it, guys. That is what I would do for the Colts. If they want to be Super Bowl contenders, they need to figure out their quarterback for the future, need to find a more steady stream of receptions to a receiver of some kind. They need to find their true number one tight end and find that guy that will become the future presence on the edge for them going forward. Hope you guys enjoyed this one. Be sure to let us know in the comments if you think I missed anything. And let me know what you thought about that tight end situation. Because I've talked to people a lot about that. And people seem to think, probably don't really think about it that far into it. But I think it's actually worth talking to. So thank you guys again so much for tuning in. And as always, go Colts.